Welcome to the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report, an hour-long Aggie football show heard weekly on the CRM Sports Network in this station. I'm your host, Gabe Bach. The Aggies took number two Clemson to the brink on Saturday in front of 104,000-plus at Kyle Field, but fell just short 28-26. to In doing so, though, the Aggies opened up a ton of eyes to what Jimbo Fisher is truly building in College Station. A&M actually outplayed the Tigers. You watch that game? The Aggies outplayed the Tigers. They were better than them on that day, but a few big moments went against A&M, and ultimately it led to a loss. If any of them go the other way, A&M wins this game. The Aggies missed a chip shot field goal on the first drive from 26 yards out, an all-conference candidate in Daniel LeCameron. Kellen Mond missed one snap with leg cramps, and Nick Starkle was sacked. He fumbled the ball away. Not his fault. The left tackle got beat by one of the best ends in college football, Cleveland Farrell. But Clemson gets that uh, ball back, and then the next play, the Tigers get away with a push-off. It's obvious. T. Higgins pushed off Keldrick Carper, the AM safety, on a deep ball, 50-yarder. It led to a touchdown. There was no call. Receiver Courtney Davis fumbled a ball to Clemson one-yard line. He was going in for a touchdown on a great, truly great effort play by him. It was ruled a touchback, out of bounds through the end zone. It was clearly out at the one-yard line. A lot of things went against AM's way, but on two occasions, AM got down by 15 points late in the game. In the th- well, in the third and in the start of the fourth quarter, down 15 points and continue to fight. We've seen teams here wither in those situations. Not happening under Jimbo Fisher. Give him a lot of credit. Not a moral victory, but a morale boost. And in a lot of ways, a morale victory in terms of confidence and belief and all that stuff. All that did, though, uh, all of those little moments did help the Tigers get out of College Station with a narrow victory. In defeat, AM quarterback Kellen Mond had a truly breakout performance. Was nothing short of spectacular. He passed for 400, 430 yards and three touchdowns, including 206 and a pair of TDs in the fourth quarter alone nearly willing the Aggies to what would have been a monumental upset. This week, the Aggies host Louisiana Monroe in a classic trap game following Clemson one week prior to the road trip against number one Alabama. This is the sandwich game between number two and number one. The Aggies and the Warhawks kick off Saturday at 6.30 at Kyle Field. It'll be broadcast on the SEC Network. Coming up on the program, we're going to look back on the loss of Clemson, preview the A&M Louisiana Monroe game. We'll be joined by former A&M quarterbacks Jimmy Wright and Trevor Knight. There's like 60 years between those two guys, but they both do a heck of a job. And former Texas A&M defender, a safety turned linebacker, turned edge rusher, four knee surgeries, now retired and is talking ball with us, the one and only Justin Dunning. So a couple, some former players joining us next as we get into it. And we'll start with a look back at Clemson next on Texag's Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? 
because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom White Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. Hi, Gabe Bach here from TechSags Radio, and if you're not currently a premium or varsity-level subscriber to TechSags.com, what are you waiting for? TechSags.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in-depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long-form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or inside on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers A&M like TechSags. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in A&M sports coverage. It's TechSags.com. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. It is the Texas Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you with former Texas A&M quarterback in the Bryant era and longtime offensive coordinator in the SEC at Mississippi State and Tennessee, Jimmy Wright with us. We're looking back on that incredible football game on Saturday and a very narrow loss to the Clemson Tigers. Saturday, even though it rained, even though the field was slick, muddy and everything, it was a great college football game. Really was. I mean, it was great. Highly entertaining. And uh, was my heart broken? Yes, it was. And and the main reason I say that, fans, is that when you take all the categories that they have, first downs, uh, third and long, total yardage, passing yards, all that, uh, A&M probably won nine out of 14 of the uh, mm-hmm. 14 categories. Yeah, held and, it for seven minutes longer, had almost twice as many first downs. Twice as many, and, and when you start looking at, at the snaps, we were way more snaps. Like, if you're 13 snaps more, that's like a drive and a half, see, if you go about seven or eight plays a drive. And so we actually did everything that we could except there were three plays, and just like every great coach, Dabo Sweeney's a great coach now, and he, he complimented A&M about how great they played, and, and this game balled down to about two or three plays – Anybody can pick the ones you want. You can pick a block. You can miss, pick a missed field goal that we could beat them 29-28. You can pick a blocked field goal. You can pick the pylon call, which I did. You can pick the Nick Stargle fumble, which I did. And you can pick the two-point play, which I did. That, uh, to me, that's three plays. And, and to me, if A&M would have protected the ball just one time, I don't care whether it was the pylon or whether it was the Nick Stargle fumble with the left tackle getting beat. I'm going to say it. No, oh, yeah. The guy got the mm-hmm. guy beat him. And he's going to beat a lot of left tackles. Uh, he, he's, he's good. That, Clemson is a very good football. That's why that I am uh, I'm not upset except by the score. Right. And, 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 what and, you saw, though, encourages you. Oh, encouraged me tremendously. And, and this is a team, uh, Gabe, that got down by – Two touchdowns or 15 points. And, and here was the great thing that you and I are looking for. And all past coaches, the team did not quit. Did no. not quit. I'm telling you. And they, they, they did just what Fisher was talking about. Look for the next play. Do not sit there and cry and moan and, and, and start calling 
names about who's not playing well, play together, and they did. And I thought it was a very, very inspiring game. A&M ran 72 snaps. They ran 59. Do you know that A&M is averaging 84 snaps and the defense is only playing 53? Yeah. Now, that's a tremendous change from the last six, well, seven Well, that'll years. help keep you fresh and keep you healthy. That's what I mean. It's a change. Yes, it is. It, a big change. Usually the offense was running 70 plays and defense out there 82 to 96 in the old days. A&M, for the first time in a long time, has a truly elite offensive play caller and truly elite defensive play caller at the same time. And it's been a long time since A&M's had a, a – you know, when Cliff was here, they had an elite play caller, but Johnny did a bunch of that stuff, right, and made it easier. Uh, this is different, I think, even than Cliff, way different. And, and then at the same time, they had Snyder, not a truly elite defensive play caller. And so I, you got to go back a while. You I, really do. I, and I think Elko's A&M's best D.C. since Bob Davey. I am very much impressed with the system of the offensive plan the type of offense, it, it's, it's, it gives us a chance. And it gives us a chance to do a lot of things in the running game and the passing game. You're not trying to trick them. You're trying to physically whip them, Gabe. Defense is the same. And, and I've, got a, I've got a few things here at the end that A&M's got to do to get ready for Alabama. And if they get – if they get – Get it done against Louisiana Monroe. Fix some things. And uh, you and I know exactly what they are. You know, it's miss you cannot have the missed tackles that you had. No way. They've got to straighten that out. Oliver in the secondary and Wilson in the secondary, Tucker in the secondary, they got to wrap up and make tackles. No if question. it's third and 15 and you tackle the guy for 12 yards, they got to punt. If you dive at him and he makes a first down, they still have the ball. See, yeah, I the defense at that. is doing great because they're only they're only out on the field an average of fifty three snaps, and the offense is out there eighty four times. Really, a lot of that does come, and it's it's not being talked about as much in this in the wake of the pylon play. That's and right, the big loud Nick Starkle mm -hmm. fumble. Right, that's loud. Everyone mm -hmm. can see it. But what should be talked about a little bit more is. You know, Clemson only had four explosive plays in the well, first half. That's, what, that's the next but thing. All four of those explosive plays were only explosive plays because of missed tackles. And on See? all four of those plays, Derek Tucker had a hit on a guy, and he bounced off him. See, if they, they have got to work on the old deal of putting your arms and wrapping up and getting that shoulder and that headgear. Not, not use the headgear for a spear and think you're, you're not going to sometimes – I'm going to say 65% you'll miss when you go in there like a spear because that guy is an elite football player when you play Clemson mm -hmm. and when you play Alabama and you play Kentucky. and Ar These guys are better runners than ULM and, and Northwestern State and UAB. You better believe that's showing up on tape with Oklahoma. Yeah, and that's one of the things they've got to correct. And it's not that they don't give effort. I'm not – Oh, I am no, not talking about their effort or their courage. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a technique. They've got to, just like the left tackle has got to have a better technique to block the defensive end whenever he's wired up by himself. It's that simple. Right. We had three sacks, see? And now that's a lot better. Last year, Clemson played Auburn, and they had 11 sacks against right. Auburn. See? Exactly. See? And that was four senior starters on the That's Auburn. That's what I'm saying. Front. This uh, these guys I was encouraged. This this I'm very much encouraged on how the team is playing, how they're progressing. I like the word improvement. I like the word physicality. I I like execution. And all you got to do, it's always going to be this way. The negatives in fumble or interception or block punts Flipped field position. When you have a fumble and all you got to go is 50 yards or 48, they're going to get a field goal or a touchdown, see? The yep. percentage is in their favor.
Plus, when you get down in that scoring zone, you got to come away with points. You, that's right. Yeah. And 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 AM, uh, AM outplayed them in nine of the 14 categories. We'll have more with Jimmy Wright on the other side. The Tex Ags Maroon and White Report rolls along. Gabe Bach with you on the CRM Sports Network. This is the Tex Ags Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach along with another segment with our, our one of our quarterbacks here, former Bryant era quarterback in the mid 50s and in his early 80s, continuing to talk ball very strong with us, Jimmy Wright. Let's do our textbook play of the game from Saturday. One of those plays that just really, really stood out as a textbook play. We'll start with that with Jimmy Wright. If you boiled it down to a play, what do you think was the textbook play of the game? Well, what I think was one of the more important plays of the game to let us have a drive at the end was when we had the bad call and uh, Clemson had the ball, and it was, uh, I think, 28 to 20, and we had to stop them, and Landis Durham came up with a big play. I think he stopped the guy. Uh, I think it was Kelly Bryant. Yep. They stopped for a one-yard loss. They had to punt to give us the opportunity. In the past, we did not make those plays, and right. they would keep the ball. This time, we made the play, and it was a good call by Mike Elko, and, and the right. defense did a great job of getting the ball back to the offense to get the last drive to try to set up the score. All right, and offensive? Offensively, I'm going to brag about uh, Kendall Rogers. Kendrick. Kendrick Rogers, who you and I have been watching for two years, and like we said earlier, when I first saw him out there and met him, his number was 84, and I thought, Lord, that guy's 6'5 or 6'6. He really is about 6'4, 6'3 and a half, but he's tall. He looked great, and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for him to do something. Yeah, he was changed here for three years, had three numbers, and not very many catches. Not He, had, he changed jersey more than his catches, <laughs> right. I'm telling you. And but so, he's coming on now, Jimmy. In the spring game, he made that acrobatic catch. Right. And it looks like his ability is coming forward where he likes contact now, doesn't shy from it, and he's learning the system, and he feels more confident because he made two great catches – that big catch that he went over there on that that sideline, I thought the guy broke his back or broke his ankle whenever he went up and caught that one. Then that tip ball he caught was a big play. Mm-hmm. So that's the ones I'm going with, and I hope that propels Rodgers yeah. to be a really, really consistent top-flight pass receiver. a had 15 plays of 15 yards or more. Some people define explosives differently, right? 20, 20. Uh, but – the second play, or, or the, the second explosive play, they had a, a mod run for 15 yards in the first drive, and then the only one of those explosive plays that happened under center was that pass to Gillespie, and I thought that right. was a textbook oh, yeah. play of beauty. Yeah, that it was, was under center, eye formation, 21 personnel, and they find a dude on the wheel route. Yeah, on the wheel and route. And here comes number 12. Number 12, right? Wasn't and that he, great? And, and I tell you what I liked is he also carried the ball there in that first possession to the left on a sweep, right? like an old fullback would be running the sweep to the weak side. Yep, then we got George Woodard on later. That reminded me of George Woodard. Yeah, and then he had the wheel route, like you're saying. And I love to see him carry the ball because mm-hmm. that will show uh, Alabama that he's not just a blocker in there. Yeah, and then that first touchdown to Rodgers where it was high, and Mon had to step up and then over to buy some time. <laughs> right. Not just loop around the easy way like young quarterbacks have a tendency to do, but stepped into the pressure – Define move over to the left to buy him some time. He threw it where only a six-five receiver with a thirty-eight inch vertical could go get could that go ball. Get it. Even That's though right. there were five white white yeah. jerseys, there was over a there. lot of Clemson boys around. There. But he said, "I'm gonna make yep. sure it's out of bounds yep. in the second row, or yep. my guy's gonna get it." Yep, that was a heck of a play. And and the big He's growing thing, up. The big thing about Kellen is I, and I'm gonna put a lot of stock in this, Gabe. Okay. The more that you understand the offense and plays off the formation. And the more that you are a quarterback that can photogenic uh, the defense, look out there and see where the secondaries all lined up. I mean, I'm talking about in 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, the ball snap. Look at all of that. 
No, if it's an invert, no, if it's 2-2 zone, 2-2 man, if it's man-free safety, and no, the, the front, if it's a four-man front or five, he has quickly learned football like the play caller is, and the play caller happens to be our head coach. And he, he's learned football. I know Nick Stargell has learned football too. And, uh, uh, but Kellen has really progressed. And the one thing that really helps our offensive line is that Kellen is mobile to extend the play. Uh, when, I, when I coached offense, I would find me a quarterback that – I'm not talking about being a great runner like Lamar Jackson that you have to – uh, maybe move to slot back later on or something. I'm talking about a guy that is a runner, but, but you're not asking him to be a tailback at quarterback, but he can extend the play. If he has to run 30 yards, he can. Bobby right. Scott ran – I remember this play. He ran the option against Wake Forest in 1970, went 85 yards for a touchdown. So that's my quarterback, see. So he yeah, wants he, a passer out there that and Kellen's doing that. He's in see, the pocket he's a, scrambling you gotta, around. You don't want a thrower. Right. You want a passer. Yeah. And the passer has got to understand the greatest luxury is accuracy. I'm telling you, he's got an he may not think that he can hit that left shoulder five out of five times, but he can if you work on it. Mm-hmm. And, and I like can, that even when he's scrambling, he's not just in a runner, a running quarterback, quote unquote. When it breaks down, he's going. Yes. No matter what. But a guy, a quarterback that can run, this is what we saw from Kellen. Go mm-hmm. back and watch the film. I know you believe it. Right. Is when he's scrambling, his eyes are still downfield. He's trying to make a play with his arm first. Yeah. And then at last, when he, if he has to, then he can go beat you the, with his legs. The, 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 the problem with a mobile quarterback, once he becomes knowledgeable of the game of football, and I'm talking about everything that Fisher knows, that Mon and Stargell got to know. Everything. They got to be that smart. If they aren't, they ain't, he's, that word trust, see, that's the big word. They got to know as much as he knows, see, because that's an extension of Jimmy Wright calling plays, see, or Gabe Bach, if you're the play caller. And that's the extension. And they got to really know it. And once they are smart and you teach them how to throw, and how to zip that ball. And they get accuracy because you do it over and over in them tires. I mean, over and over till they just poop out. <laughs> See? And then all of a sudden they get in the game and they go 18 for 20, 17 for 20, 27 out of 31. I mean, they're just as proud as punch. See? And all that hard work pays off. Kellen Mond had to work hard under Fisher to get this good. Oh, yeah. To and even win the job. 23 of 40. Now, that was his lowest percentage was 55.7. But it still was a great effort, a great game for him <clears throat> against a number two team. Right, before we let you go, Jimmy, so what do you want to see on Saturday? Because you, it's, this is one of those ultimate trap situations, not where you're probably going – not where you could lose. Now, it happens. But where you could just yeah, swap is, it up and all of a This is the type sudden, of game <clears throat> that <clears> – <throat> You're not going to lose, but you can play sloppy. Right, because and you're you, coming off Clemson and you got Bama next. That's right. So it's one of those valley games. How do you avoid that valley and stay either at peak the, performance or at least level from what you've done? The word that the 2012 team had, they played consistent for 13, 15 weeks. Our thanks to Jimmy Wright from one quarterback to the next. Trevor Knight will be with us along with former AM defender Justin Dunning. Highlights from week two, key players, and more. The Tex Ags Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network. As a business owner, your daily focus is on increasing sales, decreasing expenses, and maximizing profit. And while you may have insurance for your business, you may not know if the coverage is adequate or if you're paying too much. With Dexter and Company Insurance, they'd like to help you out. Since 1876, Dexter and Company has been serving the business, home, and auto insurance needs of Texans for a reason. They provide the most comprehensive insurance coverage at the best price. For a quote on your insurance, call 764-8444 or click DexterCompany.com and see what Dexter and Company can do for you. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I've never felt more alive. 
Disclaimer, Geico cannot guarantee you will feel more alive. You either possess functioning respiratory and circulatory systems, or you do not, or you are a zombie. If you are indeed a brain-starved zombie and you would like to save money on car insurance, the Geico legal team applauds your excellent life choices, even in your shambling afterlife. But we strongly encourage you to visit Geico.com or download the Geico app. Please stay a minimum of 500 feet away from our large and presumably delicious, delicious brains. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Every year, thousands overpay for a used car. They're left feeling disappointed, ashamed, and alone. Traditional pricing books only add to the confusion, offering only guesstimates and ranges. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Back with you, the Texas Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network, and joined in studio right now by former Texas A&M quarterback uh, Trevor Knight and a guy. Both these guys wore number eight. It is our little figure eight portion of this program. Both of them wore number eight in 2016 together. One on offense, one on defense. Trevor Knight and former Texas A&M defensive back Justin Dunning. So let's dive right into it, guys. That was fun to watch. A great football. Mandel called it a loss that felt like a win. No moral victories, right? right? That's not what you guys are all about. But there are such things, I think, sometimes as a morale victory in terms of, man, now there's belief even more so because they validated that we thought we were good. Now we know we can compete with anybody, including the team we're going to see a week from Saturday in Tuscaloosa. Let's dive into it with Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning. Guys, welcome to the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having us on again. Figure eight still, still kind of rolls off the tongue. I like that a lot. Just <laughs> like roll it along, man. If you guys have anything for J.D., you guys have anything for Trevor, 6931150. Mac Resource Computers, Hotline Commerce, National Bank Text Line. We'd love to hear from you. Any direct questions for these guys, they're here for 30 minutes. So let's go. Let's get rolling. Just overall, Trevor, we'll give you the first crack at it. What you saw in the game. I thought it was a phenomenal showing. As everybody's saying, a lot of positives come from this. It, it was one of those things where I, I went into it hoping that we'd play close for those reasons moving forward throughout the season. But then once you're out there and once you watch the game and how close we were to winning the ball game, it's a heartbreaker. Four plays, maybe less than that, that decide that football game. And you got to give credit to Kelly Bryant. I thought he played phenomenal for Clemson. They made the plays that they needed to make. But you look at Kellen Mond and the night that he had, maybe the the best QB performance since Johnny, if not better than some of Johnny's performances, and then the way our defensive front played. We played well across the board. I don't know if there's a position group other than maybe a couple plays from the secondary that I could point out as, wow, that's a blaring issue right now. So overall, incredible performance. Kyle Field was rocking. Uh, The fans stepped up. It was definitely one of those places that uh, you don't want to come and play in if you're opposing team. So it was awesome atmosphere. Wish we would have won, but a lot of positives. Even Dabo, man, he's like, he took a breath and said, man, we got out of that one. (laughs) Because he knew how close that one was. It probably felt like NC State three years ago where if they had a kicker at NC State, NC State beats them that year. You get lucky, but that good teams have to get out of atmospheres come up on top man that was an incredible atmosphere and some recruiting material for Jimbo because Dabo was raving about that crowd Justin you were there what was your thoughts 
I mean, we obviously have one in the loss column now, but I actually think we gained a lot more from the loss we gained than uh, than we think. You know, I think uh, we played a very good game overall, especially down the stretch defensively. I think it was very satisfying from a uh, a fan's perspective to see us actually go out there and compete like that. You weren't able to see it game one. You were definitely able to see it game two, that this is a different program. This is a different culture. I think uh, from a mental fortitude standpoint, we got to see ourselves play a full game, and that was something we haven't seen much in the past. I think uh, from a coaching perspective, we got to see adjustments, and we got to see an execution of a game plan. And I think we came into the game saying there are certain things we have to take advantage of. We obviously weren't going to try to run the ball for 300 yards against that defensive line. And so we said we had to pass the ball, and we got to see Kellen Mond and what he could do. And uh, I mean, it's night and day from what we saw last year from him. You know, he's a great player. He went up there and showed poise. And I mean, playing against a defense like that, I mean, there's not much more you can ask for. He played a great game, like Trevor said, one of the best we've seen uh, from an A&M fan's perspective. But I think overall, played a very good game. Obviously, some mistakes we have to clean up, but I think uh, there's a lot to build on, you know, and whether it's in football or in life, I think there's a lot to gain from every loss you take. And uh, I think that's what, that's what we're here for, you know. That's what, uh, that's what you came to university for. You want to, after you make losses like that, you want to you build on them. And so we're going to learn from that, and I think we're going to be a much better player because we took this loss right now. 100%. They're going to learn from this in a big way because of the tape. The tape doesn't lie. There's three or four things you can, you can talk about, a couple missed tackles, key missed tackles early in the game. There are things you can do. You guys can speak to this early in a football game or what you don't do that ultimately turns out to win or lose a game. Everyone's going to focus on the mistake of maximum effort, Courtney Davis. What a great Aggie. I mean, A&M, Aggies have been dying for to see a clear example in a photo and just evidence that the players and coach wants it as much as they do. Right, absolutely, absolutely. and chomping the gum over there, and not doing crap when you get a bad call, doesn't show a clear, a clear illustration that he wants it as much as we do. Right, and the mm-hmm. players, and Courtney crying in his hands, man, that's a mistake. You learn from it on tape, but what about the effort that the Aggies played with the other day? You're looking at look. Trevor and I wanted it every bit as much. Justin doesn't come back from four knee surgeries if he doesn't want it every bit as much as Aggies. You guys are good examples of that. I think you could speak to what we saw, the effort, the intensity from the coach all the way down. I think, I think you're right. It was, it was really fun to watch from the first drive where we were rocking and rolling, end up coming out of it with zero points. We never panicked. Yeah. And you never, I was down there on the field and I just watching the guys on the sidelines and even myself, I never felt that feeling of getting tense, of getting nervous, of that panic feeling. And that was cool to see. Yeah. We just kept battling back. They'd go up one score. We'd just keep punching them in the mouth. They'd go up two scores. We just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. And I think you're right. Courtney crying on the sidelines, that's what you want. That's what AM fans want to see because AM fans are so into it they're so dedicated they want their team to be just as dedicated as they are but I think even more so than that when Jimbo started going after the the refs on that on that call yeah I think he won over Aggieland right there no question you I mean that was the loudest point in the stadium all day not a big play not when Kendrick catches the touchdown at the end the loudest point in the stadium is when Jimbo is going after the refs I think he won Aggieland over that's the passion that we need from this team it's a different culture yeah JD yeah kind of speaking on that when Jimbo was going at the ref man he almost got me out of my seat in the stands (laughs) I started to come down there and jump on the field but I mean it was absolutely amazing to see uh the way the the fan base accepted him and when he shows that kind of passion you know it's uh I think other guys see that and they want to feed off of it as well. And I think as a player on this football team, that's what you want to see. You want to see the coach cares about you just as much as you do. And I think uh, kind of speaking on the Courtney Crown on the sideline situation and guys being in tune in the game, I think we went into this game believing that we could win it. You know, I think uh, a lot of times when teams are underdogs going in to play the big dogs, they want to think that, man, we got to have to have some Superman effort or a miracle to win this game. But I think, uh, man, he made that mistake and he's on the sideline showing emotion about it. That just shows we know that we can win this football game and we were completely in tuned into it. And I think going into every game with that same mindset and just trying to show that effort every single time is going to help pay off big time down the road. As someone who made his money at A&M and earned a scholarship watching tape of quarterbacks as a safety, then a linebacker, then an edge guy, and then a guy who spent five years playing the position and played it last year in the NFL. Let's dive into what you guys saw from Kellen Mond. We'll start with you, Justin. We'll go back back this way. What did you see from the A&M quarterback, number 11, on Saturday? I mean, like I said, a night and day effort. I think uh, we saw coming into the game, they had you know three of the top five, ten players in the country. 
And I mean, you know you're going to be getting pressure all night. You know the offensive line is going to have to work. And I think the way Kellen came in and uh, not only came in with, with a certain game plan, but was able to execute that game plan, I think Jimbo put a lot on his plate. But he, he knew he was ready for it. And we heard Jimbo say in the conference, uh, he came, every time he came to the sideline, he knew what he saw out there. He was an excellent communicator. And I think uh, that's not, there's not much more you can ask for a young quarterback. Like I said, night and day from what we saw last year. Kellen's a much more complete player this year. He was really out there throwing the ball around. And I mean, he took everything we, we handed to him. And I mean, we obviously made a couple mistakes. We have to clean up on them, but just a fantastic performance by him. We'll have more with Trevor and JD on the other side. The Texags Marina White Report rolls along next on the CRM Sports Network. It is the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network, and it's time right now to get into the the players of the week for these two guys, the the hot list, as it were. Looking back on week two, who were the hottest players? Who's on the top of their list right now? Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning with us here in studio for another segment. Well, coming out of game two, who's on the hot list? One, two, three players. J.D., what you got? Uh, I think I'm starting number one, actually. I think uh, – Kellen's everybody's given player of the game. I mean, you saw what he did on the uh, from a passing standpoint, from a rushing standpoint, from a composure standpoint. And I think Kellen added a lot to this game from a leadership standpoint too. And I think uh, especially the way he played down the stretch. You saw what he did in the second half. You come out with everything on your shoulders, the big, you know, everything on your plate. How are you going to perform? And I think that was a really clutch performance by Kellen. I think uh, for two and three, I'm going to go with two coaches. Two, I'm going to go Coach Craig, wide receivers coach. Oh yeah. You saw what the wide receivers did in this game, man. It's absolutely fantastic. And coming into this season, everyone's expecting this to be a weak point. But, you know, we're seeing tons of production from different guys. Cameron Buckley, Courtney Davis, Kendrick Rogers, Jamon. Everybody's out there making catches. And these are big-time plays, too. You know, they're, they're not just out there. And I think uh, that, that doesn't say enough about Coach Craig. I think I saw Kendrick give some praise to him the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, ha- having them after practice working on uh, ball skills and different things like that. It's absolutely fantastic, man. I mean, it's going to be exciting to see their progression down the road. And then uh, I'm going to go defensively with Mike Elko. I think, um, like I said, there's so much to the game, especially at this level in this conference that is that's physical, you know. But the, from the mental side of the game, I think the guys are really bought into him, and they they know that this is a different program, a different team. This is a guy that's going to make adjustments, and you saw what he did, you know, from not allowing him to rush the ball. That's simply, you know, putting guys in the right spot, telling them where to line up and coaching them well throughout the week. And I think Mike Elko did a fantastic job of that. I think uh, in terms of in-game adjustments, you know, we they threw some different things at us, and uh, I think we handled it very well. And, I mean, just just a hell of an effort by him, and that's very satisfying for me to see a defensive guy. Absolutely. Trevor, your hot list. And my hot list is a little different. Obviously, Kellen, like you mentioned, and Kendrick and Courtney and those guys. I'm going to give some other guys that may not – receive a whole lot of love some love here starting with the specialist Braden man oh man what a leg he had on on Saturday I mean Boy. that was a game changer and a lot of people may or may not reference that 73 yarder backed up in your own end zone flips the field gets the crowd going he's fired up everybody's fired up and then a 63 yarder as well that's game changing when you talk yeah. about being good on all three sides of the football Big time, big time from him. Yeah, well, that's a one, sign of things to come, too, because in a tight game like that, he's going to make a difference in a W, in a real tight game. There's no doubt yeah. about it. Another one on defense, Deshaun Caper-Smith, lefty. We were talking about it all game long down on the sidelines. Bring in the lefty. He yep, played like phenomenal all game long. I mean, he was flying around the field. He was getting hyped up with his guys. He had a couple opportunities for really close picks. Um He's going to continue to get better and better and better each week and kind of take over the secondary in a, as a leadership in a leadership yes. role and excited to see him um, kind of do that and take that role on. My last one is a coach as well, J.D. This one, me and him have a little bit of history. We were together for four years at Oklahoma, and I think you could start to see what he can do. Um, on the sidelines this past week as far as culture, accountability goes. And, yes, Jimbo will get all of that credit. But Jerry Schmidt, our new strength and conditioning coach, he plays a big role in that. And I've talked about this a ton preseason and from my experience. Yes, he's in charge of getting guys stronger and his his weight program and all that. But what Jerry Schmidt is the absolute best at in the country, and I may be a little biased – 
is culture, accountability, and getting the most out of his guys. And, you know, the the rack and the, the hit on AM throughout the years is, oh, we're not a second-half team. We're not a second-half-of-the-season team. Mm-hmm. With Jerry Schmidt around those guys every single day, I think that narrative is going to change big time. You know, t- that's a great point, Trevor. And you've talked on here before about Schmidt's impact, and most of that is – off-season impact he's with the guys every day and that's most of the narrative and I haven't spent one second talking about Jerry Smith this week yet we see the dude is saying a lot and is very active in games what kind of impact does he make sitting right next to the head coach he needs a get back guy that dude's on the numbers during snaps half the time <laughs> absolutely he's uh he's one of those guys that has the right thing to say at all times you know mm. if you come off and you had a, a bad drive or a bad play he knows what to say and it's something real real simple he doesn't yell yell or raise his voice it's just something to lift you up. And then if you're doing something good, he's, he's really good at encouraging you. And, again, he does it so subtly. But if you watch yeah. the sidelines, Jerry Schmidt is always out there giving guys high mm-hmm. fives. He's jumping around. He's getting on the refs. He's an integral part of the piece to this entire puzzle. 693-1150, Mac Resource Computers Hotline, Commerce National Bank text line, 693-1150. You can also tweet us at TexAgs Radio. Justin, in terms of the topic, now we're projecting forward. So we've been looking back, we're projecting forward, right. not just this week and two weeks, but just throughout 2018. Just one name, not named Kellen, that you're really excited to see his growth, development, and maturity on the field as the course of this season plays out. So the guy I'm going to talk about is a guy we've seen develop throughout his time here at a and Is a guy we've seen grow a lot in the spring as well. But uh, Justin Matabike. Oh, yeah. Justin Matabike is a freak. You know, I think throughout this season, we're going to see him develop into one of the best defensive linemen in the conference. I think he has that ability. You know, I think uh, a lot of the mental mental part of the game was gained uh, throughout this offseason. Uh, we're, fi- we're finally seeing that on display. He made some big-time plays in the Clemson game, made some big-time plays in the uh, game before. And I think uh, throughout this season, we're going to see him grow tremendously, and he's going to solidify himself as one of the be- best defensive linemen in the conference. I like that, Trevor. I like that pick. I'm going to go with number 12, the 12th man. Colin Gillespie, you got to understand, you've got to realize this was only his second game ever playing offense before. Right. And the first drive, I think we got a little glimpse of what he can do. He catches, I think, 21-yard pass down the sideline. He gets handed oh, yeah. outside zone and picks up five. Yeah. We, I was expecting him to get more carries and more touches through these first two weeks. So that's why I'm excited to see what he's going to do the rest of the season. I think he can really become – he already is, but he can become even a bigger part of this offense moving forward. I like that a lot. Uh, Commerce National Bank text line. We'll make this quick because we're almost out of time. I want to do something else before this. So real quick, it's uh, a question for Trevor. Jordan Rogers, who I think is really good, by the way, as a commentator, on the SEC Network, good hair too. You'd appreciate that, Trevor. He's saying <laughs> Kellen Mond should not have thrown the TD in the back of the end zone. Do you agree with that, disagree with that? Uh, it's the one to Kendrick Rogers. He goes up and gets it. There were five white jerseys there, but he threw it where only one guy could get it. So what did you think of that play? I thought it was a fantastic play, Frank. As a quarterback, looking at the play, and when he lets the ball go, it's one of those, <laughs> oh, no, what what are you doing? But he made the play. Yeah. And, right. and so you can't get on a guy for making a play. Um, I, I don't remember what down it was or really what the situation was. I, actually, I think it was first down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking at that, could you play armchair quarterback? Yes. Our thanks to Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning. We'll take a timeout. We'll run through three important games in the SEC. Keys to the game for A&M, not to beat UL Monroe, but to beat him soundly and to have the utmost confidence and to even improve even beyond last week and have as much confidence you could possibly have going into Alabama. So we'll get some keys. We'll have a score prediction for you and more on our way out. You're listening to the Tex-Ags Marina White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. 
moving expenses? There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Hi, Gabe Bach here from TechSags Radio, and if you're not currently a premium or varsity-level subscriber to TechSags.com, what are you waiting for? TechSags.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in-depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long-form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or insight on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers A&M like TechSags. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in A&M sports coverage. It's TechSags.com. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick. Miss Lydia. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. I'm jumping in with my clothes on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Final segment of the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. And I think Vanderbilt and Notre Dame is a cool game and everything, but let's boil it down to the three that matter most to us. Two games that really matter in the SEC, and then one we're just going to pick the A&M-Louisiana-Monroe game because it's A&M. We do that no matter who A&M plays, and then we try to highlight the most important games in the SEC. And when there are some really important ones, we'll go beyond the SEC as well. But let's focus just on the Southeastern Conference this week. Number 12, LSU. At number 7, Auburn. A 2.30 p.m. Central Time kick at Jordan-Hare Stadium. It's on CBS. Auburn giving 9.5. I mean, that is a lot of points. Auburn favored by 9.5. I, I like Auburn to win this football game. It's at home. This rivalry, crazy things happen in this rivalry. LSU has a very good defense. I don't trust their offense at all. The fact that it's so one-dimensional. Joe Burrow's nice, but he's a 40% passer right now. Don't give me difference-making quarterback at LSU, Joe Burrow. The guy was a third stringer at Ohio State, and that's why he transferred. LSU the last two years had a third-string quarterback from Purdue in Danny Etling, and as long as he's not playing A&M, he doesn't look like Danny Marino. He looks like Danny Etling. So I, I just don't buy it. They're going to have to run the ball. And they're going to have to be – I think they're going to be one-dimensional, relying on Brosette, who's not guys and is not uh, Fournette. And I think Auburn's defense will shut them down. Now, Auburn won't score a ton, but enough. Auburn will win the game, but it'll be single digits. I'll say LSU in the points, but Auburn will win by seven, seven, eight points, something like that. Number one, Alabama at Ole Miss. Tricky game here, 6 o'clock at Vaught Hemingway Stadium on main channel ESPN, and Alabama's favored by 21 points, and I'm buying it. <clears throat> Give me Alabama, lay the points. Tua, the way he's playing right now, all those offensive weapons. The defense is great. Okay, I think Ole Miss's offense is, is great. Going up against a truly elite defense, faster than heck. They're just turning them out, and I honestly believe it's going to be a bloodbath in Oxford, Mississippi. So I don't I don't think Ole Miss is going to score, you know, 30, 40 points against Alabama. But Alabama against that weak defense of the of the Rebels is going to get in the 50s for the third straight game. They're going to. They haven't gotten in the 50s for two games in a row until this year, dating back to like 1925, something like that. 19 it's been almost 100 years. 
Well, they're going to get their three games in a row now with Tua Tungavailoa. I believe it. Then it comes down to A&M and UL Monroe, 630 at Kyle Field on the SEC Network, and A&M is favored by 26-and-a-half. I'm laying those points. I'll give you my score prediction straight ahead here. But it comes down to five big keys for me. Number one, you got to come out humming. Come out humming like you did at the end of the game last week against Clemson. It's hard to do it because you're, you're in that lull here. This is not Clemson. But Jimbo preaches. His culture is about establishing a, an identity to where you're playing the game against a nameless faceless opponent that you're playing your utmost at every single occasion but it's human nature it's hard to do still come out I want to see how well they come out against this team knowing Bama's on the other side and they just got off Clemson look Notre Dame it took all they could get four quarter game against Ball State and Brandon Wimbush threw three picks in that game coming off what looked like a Heisman week and a win over Michigan so Give me the same Kellen Mond. They've got to come out humming like they did at the end. Get the run game going. That's number two with Travion Williams. Number three, continued progress from Kellen Mond. Don't take a step back against this team. Have confidence, sky high entering Bama. Don't limp through it and then, okay, well, you know, it was that one week. Keep that confidence rolling. Keep the momentum rolling. Number four, play a clean game on both sides of the football. You don't want to see a bunch of head-scratching penalties, procedural things, bad turnovers. Hey, get some turnovers. Start feeling really – get a bunch of sacks and some turnovers. Start feeling good about yourself. But defensively, it ultimately comes down to this, and the number five key is tackle. Tackle, tackle, tackle. That was a problem early in the game against Clemson. Ultimately, you lost the game in part at least because of that. Use this game to work on fundamentals. You're going to need to be fundamentally sound in every facet of the game if you're going to hang for four quarters against the Crimson Tide the following week. A&M wins this game 52-10. to 10. Probably give up. Look, they got good receivers. Marcus Green's a good receiver. They got a pretty decent quarterback. Brad, um, Brad Viator was my college buddy. Mike Viator, the, um, Matt Viator, that is, the head coach at Louisiana Monroe, does a good job. They can call some plays over there. They've got pretty good offensive personnel. So kind of like the Northwestern State game, they got over for a long touchdown, 74 yards, whatever, to a former five-star receiver a couple weeks back. I could see something like that happen. A big play here or there against A&M's defense, but ultimately shut them down. First team, go pitch shutout. I mean, 52 to 10 is my score prediction. I think A&M keeps it rolling to where they go into Tuscaloosa as confident as they could be in the first year under Jimbo Fisher. Game number four will be then. We'll break that all down. We'll look back a little bit next week at this game against Louisiana Monroe and spend most of our time previewing Bama. We'll do that next week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Big thanks to Jimmy Wright, Trevor Knight, Justin Dunning, our producer, Dalton Hughes. Let the good times roll, Aggies. It's going to be fun. We'll break down UL Monroe and look ahead to Bama next week. This has been the Texas Ag's Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network.